You want Chinese? They want pizza. And someone is craving Froyo. There's something for everyone on DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash, like the Mule or the Press. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Right now, listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code THUNDER. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code THUNDER. Don't forget, that's code THUNDER for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. I'm Deontay Burton. And I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to the podcast. I'm Luke. Joined today by Andrew. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. So I, I thought about trying to find some dad. Some dad jokes. jokes. Taylor's away. He's <laughs> research, he's he's actually started. He's on a comedy tour right now. Stand up mm-hmm. tour. He is, yeah. It's just taking it to jokes. new heights. Hey, I want to Thank encourage you guys to go and leave a five-star Apple Podcast review, if you could. I ask you guys to do it at the end of every episode. I'd like to ask you to do it at the beginning, because I'm going to read a couple reviews that we got this week. We got one from Satch726. It says, this podcast, this is a podcast my husband and I can agree to listen to together without arguing. Win! That means a woman left that review for us, Right. And that we're bringing our relationship together, a that's marriage right. stronger. Uh, I referred down to dunk boy. That's right. I referred to this one on Wednesday. In Potes ninety eight says only bad thing is these guys are a bunch of Taco Mayo haters, but you definitely get past it. Five stars. So that guy listens to us on the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, clearly. And maybe this is the best review that we've gotten ever. It's short and sweet. J Roar. 13, the Chick-fil-A and Cinnamon Toast Crunch of Thunder Podcast. Ooh. <clears throat> to be honest with you, I think it's more so with Taco Mayo that I just have never been. You know, I've ha- I've been, and it's really, it's really not that bad, but it's really not that good either. It never even is in the conversation of a place I would ever think about going. Agreed. There's too many. There's too many better options, is what I would say about about Mayo. And you so know, so they what? removed. They leveled the Chick Fil A right by our uh, church, and they did. Yeah, they leveled it because they're rebuilding it. Oh, it, what what a boss move for a company to be like. Hey, listen. We know it's going to cost us a lot of money in both sales over the course of a few months and also like we have to eliminate our building to build a new one. But we're going to do it because we're Chick-fil-A and all we do is make money. They leveled it. They moved it further into the parking lot so they can get more traffic in. And it's, I mean, it's going to be gigantic and have like 17 lines and the curbside that's the size of a parking lot at a mall. That's like perfect. it's going to be nuts. It's like, it's similar to the thunder, the thunder. You have this good foundation of a team, right? You've got Gallinari. Oh, what a great Chris transition. Paul, Steven Adams. It's good, right? 
The Thunder like, burn nope, it down. burn it to the ground, baby. We need right. we need this a better parking lot. All the picks. We need all the picks. We need uh, a better play place than what we got here. It has been maybe the best eight to ten days for Thunder fans that we've probably had since I don't know. Twenty euphoric wise was when we got when we traded for Paul George. That was probably the highest moment of the last few years. Yeah. And this past week was pretty close. This past few weeks, <laughs> watching the Rockets just implode felt wonderful. Watching uh-huh. the Clippers fall apart in Game Seven was tremendous. Oh. It was just so good. We got Leighton Hedger, Hedger says way off P, which is pretty good. Christy Myers also here on the private chat or the comments. If you're following on Periscope, is uh, talking about the difference between the new and old Taco Bueno. He's so right. The old version was yeah. superior. The new version is very, very bad. It's very bad. Hey, Elman, you sound like you're on signs again, bro. Really? Okay, I'll yeah. turn down. Um, so I think we're better now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Taco Bueno used to be my go-to. It used to be the one. Not anymore. There's no way. There's way. There's. You I'm, guys are messed up. I have it every Sunday. I'm a big Del Taco guy. Huge oh. Del Taco guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is scoff. I know. Scoff I still if you yeah. would like. Scoff if you would like. I've never been. I know you haven't because I you're know. scoffing. I've heard it's good. People tell me it's good and I should go. And I'm like, do they have one in Stillwater? No. There's one. There's one near my home in Oklahoma City. But you don't ever out. come here. I live there every weekend, baby. Well, here's what you need to do: is next week. Take your little desktop Mac, <laughs> iMac from 2004. Fun fact about Elman is Elman has never owned a laptop or tablet. It's true. Up to I, this point in his life. People are saying it's your fan that's throwing off stuff. So try turning off your fan. That's right. But I can turn it off. And it'll be hot. You should turn it off. I turned mine off. Come on, man. Uh, you guys are wrong. Ten <laughs> percent random L man stories. Uh, this is underscore David Meadows. Ten percent random L man stories. Fifty percent food talk. Forty percent NBA talk. One hundred percent down to dunk. This is that is a live said, review. Yeah. That look that sounds like a tremendous five star review yeah. in iTunes. David, go Someone ahead. Someone has also said said Thursday night beers for the L man, and I've had three. Wow, nice. Hey, L man, you want to go to some TQs? Yeah, I do, but uh, I wasn't ready, but I will now. Yeah, now so, you can't see my face because I got to go on the the app. Why don't you just not then? Why don't Why don't huh? I? Yeah, I'll, I'll you pull can do them it up if you want. To. I pull them up because I have a I have a computer that can do multiple things at once. You got to crazy. And here's the want to see Luke. Listen, see the money maker. Listen to this, Luke. This is crazy. You can take this computer what? anywhere. The one that Andrew's using, the one I'm using, you can just put it in a bag and just take it to coffee shops. <sighs> the you reason could travel I, from city to city with it. Yes, I understand. I know the pros of the laptop. Um, <laughs> the PT Prophet says, uh, wait, does Luke do the pod every week laying in bed? Yes. Yeah, pretty and much. If I do yeah. it, if we record it in the morning, I'm laying in bed. See, this is what, something the pandemic has done to our show. I feel like I the fry pot is like slowly falling apart without having uh-huh. in, an in-person show. We've I'm got, guessing. we've got, we've got to get back to our six a.m. habits because it is, uh, it's, it's tearing us apart. Honestly, here's the deal. So, what if we started? We did every day. We just got tests. We created a down to dunk bubble. We so we need those saliva tests. We could do it. We got. We all got have the, to the pod room house. is completely ready. Completely <laughs> we just have ready. to live in there with just the three of us, we'll and then Andrew, air. you'd have to be with your family. Yeah, we will get some air mattresses. Make it work. All right. Hey. Cool. Deal. First, moving in. Today's episode is brought to you by Untitled Community Service Club. If you like comedy, you're gonna love this fully improvised comedy show. Nothing is planned. Everything is made up on the spot, from the characters and their personalities to the entire storyline as a whole. The show follows Coach and Sid, who are two former high school bullies, and their transition not only to college life and what that entails, but also to become better people. Each episode features a unique guest that Coach and Sid try their best to help in any way they can. 
Season one airs September 1st, and you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. That's the Untitled Community Service Club. Take a listen on September 1st if you want a real good laugh. First Twitter question comes from at Pepsi United. Which is the most likely team to be ibaka'd by Presti and trade for Schroeder at the draft? I mean, gosh, I, I and I still and I don't know that this will be Schroeder, but I think that I think there's a good chance that a Chris Paul trade could be very, very good for the Thunder and. The Knicks, to me, are still the team that I look at because, in similar to Ibaka, I don't know that you can get like a Oladipo type project or a prospect back because I don't think the Knicks have a guy like that on their team. But similar, the Thunder targeted Sabonis in the draft, and I don't know who they target at, in this particular draft at eight, but I don't think the number eight pick is completely out of play when it comes to a Chris Paul trade. And I think that the motivation for the Knicks is that they're—I mean, they're—they're they're basically forming a CAA agency for the Knicks. Like all those guys are coming to the Knicks, and so I would—I would guess they're going to really try to get Chris there. And if the Thunder can get the eighth pick, I think it will feel very similar to the Ibaka trade because I think that they'll get a guy that I—I I think you can find an impactful player at eight in this draft. They may not be a star, but I, to me, that, that is not an impossibility. What I've learned is whatever trade Presty makes, it will be awesome. And he doesn't miss because we've learned in the past seven to 10 days that the Russell Westbrook trade was awesome. It's awesome. And that the Paul George trade was, should have probably been illegal. Um, and so both are just phenomenal. So whatever he does, I fully endorse, I trust him. They're one year into this Clippers run and already talking about, I don't know if the actual organization is, but the rumors or the conversation in the media world is like, well, what can they trade Paul George for? (laughs) It's so hilarious, isn't it? I'll tell you what they can't trade him for is four picks, a future, you know, borderline all-star and a guy that was a good role player for a unprotected year. picks. Yeah. Completely unprotected picks. Two is it two unprotected and two pick swaps? Is that what it is? For Paul George? Yeah. Or is yeah, it four, four picks and four then four picks? A heat pick, pick swaps. Yeah. Hey, oh man, I can still hear signs. In the back I know, I'm trying to fix it. Um, but yeah, there's guys in this draft. I mean, I've, I think I said it last week, but Inyeka Kongwu is like, is like my guy. Like if they could get him in this draft, he is, he's, he's an incredible big man that moves like a four, that can play the five, that can do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Hell man, oh my gosh. Um, fix it. You're doing a really good job of fixing it so far. I'm doing a very bad job. Yeah, I'm going to mute your mic. I'm going to mute your mic for a minute. Um, but yeah, a he's dec- a decade of podcasting. I know <laughs> just, just a decade of podcasting, but a is a guy that I, I would, I would actually be a little surprised if he was there at eight for them. But then you you look at guys like a Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa state, who's a big guard that could play next to Shea that can really, really shoot it and can really, really pass it. And is unlike most any guard that we've had in Oklahoma city ever. And so I really like him. Uh, Devin Vassell is another guy that can really shoot it. I'd love to pair him with Shea. Uh, so there's there's guys at that spot. Uh, Isaac Okoro, scare the crap out of me. Seems like a Presty guy. Uber athletic, can't really shoot it. Kind of a guy that's just going to barrel toward the basket kind of thing. Um, but yeah, has, has exactly defen- like a Presti guy. <laughs> defensive Although potential. Although the hope is it changes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I know. Maybe James Wiseman's there at eight. Ooh, that would be wild. Ooh, fan me. I would. Uh, so, what do you think? What do you think, Schroeder? I mean, so here's the deal: is like this draft is a. I, I'm you're you and McKelly have spent way more time with it. But from everything I'm hearing about this draft, is it's not going to be 
a super, I don't know, it's just not a very deep draft. Or is it one of those things where like you it's, may get a guy at 18 that could be the same kind of quality of a guy that's at seven? Is that kind of more what it is? There's a, this is, I would say this, that it is a quality draft when it comes to guys that will play. Like you get to 18, like, and I'm, I'm looking at a mock draft right now, Sadiq Bay at 18. Like he's a player. Like he's good. Josh Green at 19. I can see Josh Green being a role player. Patrick Williams at 20. Oh, I freaking love Patrick Williams. I love that guy. You get to no generational kind of guys. Yeah, I mean at the top, that's this is the difference is that you you don't have Zion Williamson in this draft. You have yeah, so Lamelo Anthony Ball. Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Nobody gets super excited about Anthony Edwards, right? No, I mean it's this is very similar to the Oladipo draft. Where yeah. at the top it's like I don't know and. Which makes did, me feel a little bit better about the fact that this is the one that the Warriors have a top two pick. I know. I mean, that's for real. I mean, if if they got Zion or if they got a Luka Doncic oh, or something gosh. like that, or if the, if it was 2021's pick or 2022's pick, that was this. That was this. Shoot, they do. They do have. I think it is a top two protected pick from Minnesota. So that's kind of. I don't know. Uh, somebody says uh, Vassell not. or Toppin at eight. Yeah, uh, Cashy underscore AU. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Vassell, I love Vassell. Obi Toppin, I'm not Don't a huge... Do it, I'm not I'm going not, into this, man. Not I'm tonight. not a huge Obi Toppin guy. Um, I think he's going to be crazy productive. He's, he's just, quote-unquote, old for... It's not even that. It's not even that. I just... I think, the lateral defensive speed. Yeah, I think he's very Montrez Harrell. To me, I think oh, dude, but he's such a better scorer than Montrez was. He can shoot it, yes. He yeah, can, he, he can shoot. He can shoot it, and that's that is the difference. But I'm talking defensively. Yeah, where yeah. On the defensive end, who does he guard? What does he do? That that is what scares me. Offensively, I think that he could be the rookie of the year, no matter where yeah. he's drafted. I don't I don't care because I think he's he could be a 2010 guy next year. His age is it a factor like he, in that. He, but Toppin needs to be one of those guys that goes and plays it like team that just loves mediocrity and just stays there and so he can just put up great numbers if he goes to charlotte he'll be the yeah, exact point it's literally the team i thought about him or if he goes to cleveland and they trade kevin love he could be a focal point l man what's up dude? Man, back what about what about him what about him in uh what about him in uh Elman. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Elman! You're gonna have to find headphones, or you have to get out of here, man, because it's not gonna stop. It's getting so much worse. It's getting it's getting way worse it's here too. So worse. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll be topping to the uh, Chicago Bulls. I love my high student loan payment. Said nobody ever. Check if refinancing with Ernest could help you lower your monthly payment. Checking just takes two minutes. If you've been making the same monthly payment on your student loan for the last couple years, odds are you could reduce your payment and save by refinancing with Earnest. Even if you've refinanced before, with today's low rate environment, most people could save by refinancing again. Checking your new rate is fast and easy. To start, complete a few questions online. It takes only two minutes, and then you get a personalized rate estimate without affecting your credit score. Want to change your monthly payment? Combine many loans into one easy payment or get a better rate? Earnest makes it easy. Plus, there's no origination fee or any other fees. Plus, the internet loves Earnest customer service. They're rated a 9.4 out of 10 on Trustpilot. And now you can get $100 cash bonus when you refinance your loan with earnest.com slash hoops. Once again, that's $100 cash bonus when you refinance your loan at earnest.com slash hoops. Not available in all states. Visit earnest.com slash hoops for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinance loans are made by Earnest Operations, LLC, NMLS, 1204917. California Financing Law License Number, 6054788. 303 2nd Street, Suite 401N, San Francisco, California, 94107. Then it's slash licenses. For a full list of licensed states. Hi, I'm Tass Mellis from No Dunks on the Athletic. As the great philosopher Brian of the Backstreet Boys once said, Everybody, yeah, hydrate your body. 
Yeah, everybody, hydrate your body right. Hydration's back, all right. We all know we have to stay hydrated. I've used an app, a big water bottle, post-it notes, and proper hydration is extremely important right now. It can really help your immune system. Believe it or not, dehydration occurs daily in three out of four people. With Liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Each serving helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. I like using Liquid IV when I hit that afternoon lull. Instead of grabbing a coffee, I grab one stick of the lemon lime, put it in my water, and I get the energy boost I need without dehydrating my body and getting dry mouth. It's win-win because it contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. Oh, my mate Lily would love it. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks with no artificial flavors or preservatives and less sugar than an apple. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target. Or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ATHLETIC at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code ATHLETIC at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code ATHLETIC. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of another one of those teams that feels like it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hate that. I think that they have a lot of big guys already. but Yeah, but he's kind of a... I mean, I guess he's kind of like Laurie Markkinen. He's not much, I mean, he's not as gifted as him, obviously, but. Yeah, he could, I mean, I could see it. I just, he needs to go somewhere where he could, you can pair him with a really good defender. And I just don't know. I don't know that he's, I don't, I don't know. I, that's in, it's an interesting one for sure. But yeah, Toppin's interesting. He's, he's going to be a very productive player in the NBA. But it makes me feel really like questionable about it, though, since both you and McKelly are super down on him. Uh, yeah, I just think you can't be a big guy and not be a good defender. That's why I like yeah. a Kongwu so much is that that guy's going to defend. And he... Swing he, away. <laughs> what is it? Vanellope King just put swing away, which takes me... I mean, that's a signs reference. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that man is gone. He has been <laughs> taken away. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, okay. One Twitter question down. Yeah, I know. 39 to go. All right, let's do some rapid. I, we're, I'm warming up. Let's do this, man. Okay. Come on. on. I'm going to pull it back up. Here we go. All right. Next question is from at J. Stalitz1. Any rumors around the athletic on when they are releasing the tax and cap information for next year? I don't have any information about that, but I'm telling you that you're on the exact right track on what you're looking for as far as yeah. the next step for the Thunder is the I mean the Thunder are sitting back and sitting saying, When are we going to have that information? Because without it, it's everything is on pause. Everything now, does it have to be released before the draft, which is November 18th, right? That's set in stone, correct? It's, it's set in stone until it's, t- in stone until it's taken season. out of the stone, right? Right. <laughs> but, so that, I mean, at least gives you a rough timeline sometime in the next month. My assumption would be post-finals sometime, but I, I that's just a guess. I yeah, no I, don't, I don't know either. But it is definitely the biggest factor on when the thunder will start the rebuild it's the biggest thing man i don't know i i get i absolutely get it but i do feel like the knicks the knicks are going to be willing to spend money i think and you're just at that point getting contracts which one of the ones most recent ones i've said is that or i've heard is that it, there's a potential deal tentatively in place and circled around uh Kevin Knox and Julius Randle. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That That's, doesn't excite me much either. There but. are guys right now. I honestly, this is not, these aren't, these things aren't happening right now, but um, <laughs> there's, there are guys out there that tweet out stuff, say rumor has it, blah, 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 blah. It's a bunch of garbage, but people follow these guys and retweet them and everything. I don't know. I can't even remember what their names are. Like 
there's several yeah. there's several of these guys that don't have sources, but you hear enough like scuttle to where you can form a tweet and just let it go. And you yeah, I guess there's not really any accountability, real. so just say what there's you want to no, say. No, those guys don't work for anybody. They can do whatever they want. So I'd just I'd beware, unless it comes from. Somebody yeah, you know, big. Mark Stein would be somebody that you obviously trust, yeah. especially with the Knicks. Yeah. Frank Asola, too, is another guy there. But obviously, Woj and Shams. Yeah. If you hear really like, from them, that's it. Yeah. Then then it's something. Like Sam Amick, Royce Young, those guys, too. Like, those guys will break news. I wouldn't, if you hear it outside of that, it's not, it doesn't mean it's not true. And a lot, and there's, and it's funny because there's so many conversations that happen about so many players and about so many things that could have been leaked or talked about that don't end up happening or really don't come close to happening to where if you, I mean, you could just create a a Twitter account and probably get a billion followers if you just tweeted all the scuttle that you hear, but it's just, those things things just sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) They're probably out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. This is from at OKC miffed. One of the following will be a new NBA champion after the playoffs. Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. Using the Royce Young method of closing your eyes and seeing who you can picture holding the trophy, who will it Jimmy be Butler. most likely? You Jimmy got, Butler. You got Jimmy. You think the Heat are going to do it? Dude, I, 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 every time I've watched them, I've been just shocked by how good they are. <laughs> And I had a friend that mentioned this and I think he's right. Is like, I think they also are one of the teams that have benefited the most out of the bubble. Um, like the Milwaukee series is a total different ball game if they're traveling to Milwaukee. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is, is these guys, and I, I think it was you and Alex that were talking about on Wednesday is one of the things you're dealing with, with the rookies. Um, is that, that's an easier, a far easier environment to play than being on the road in a hostile environment. And so, like, getting the minutes and the the output that they're getting out of Tyler Hero um, probably would be affected if they were playing on the road somewhere. And so, mm-hmm. that's the thing for a team like the Box, where it's like you literally just took, number one, they have a good home court advantage anyway. But the other thing is they're a loaded veteran squad. And so, they wouldn't be shaken by stuff like that. And so... Um, not to go back two series, you know, but what I'm talking about in the sense of, of how much they benefited from it. But I just think they also, <clears throat> if they get through Boston, which that's, I mean, the thing that's so crazy is Boston's right in it. I mean, it's an overtime game. That's a Jason Tatum blocked dunk. That was what a wild, I mean, that's one of the best defensive plays to end a game. Kind of like, you know, a last second shot. It was a last second block. It's maybe one of the best ones I've ever seen, but um. But to watch them, you know, they're 2-0, but that doesn't really matter because it's not really home court. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is, for me, is I, I just like the way they match up against both teams in the West. They have defenders all over the place that mm-hmm. can play LeBron. They can hang with Anthony Davis and Bam are going to be, I wouldn't say it's a wash necessarily, but it's way closer than anybody Anthony Davis has played in the playoffs as far as a wash. Um the Jokic matchup I, is I very, have a super high regard for Bam, by the way. What I said, the Jokic AD matchup is very, very interesting. Yeah, it is going to be, and that'll be a fun series. I, I, I'm, I'm on the record uh, picking Denver in six. So <laughs> just go ahead and put your money on it. Um, oh man, that is. Yeah, ben Elephant King asks how sad the 76ers fans will be when Jimmy wins a, if Jimmy wins a championship this year. I don't know. Can they be sadder than they already are? Who's the I, saddest fan base? I think they're one of I think they could be it right now because like the East Finals was triggered by the Sixers management. Because they traded the pick to get Jason Tatum to get Marco <laughs> That's So funny. Right? Oh gosh. So they're like, oh, we're watching the two best players and, on the floor are the two guys that were in Philadelphia yep, or should have been in Philadelphia. Yep. And an additional pick. Yep. Wow. And Al Horford. They let Al Horford go, and now the Sixers are stuck with this terrible contract in Al Horford. And so, and then obviously you have the Jimmy Butler stuff. With have him. you listened to rights to Ricky Sanchez recently? All the time, man. They're See, so are they just so frustrated? Oh, it's they. They literally had a therapist 
on their show. I'm not joking. I am not joking. It sounds like a joke. I'm not joking. That's fantastic. They did. They had a therapist on the show to talk uh, to them and to their fan base. That's how you know that's the saddest. That's the saddest one. That took the ticket right there. Because if you're, if you're the, I mean, the Cavs are very sad. The Hornets are always very sad. But like, you still have the draft. Like, you still have some, some kind of semblance of hope there. Yeah. Here's the thing about those fan bases. Like, when you're just bad for so long, like, I just feel like expectations change the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's why the Sixers team is the saddest and that's, it would be, it would be like similar if the Thunder ran it back and then got swept in the first round. Yeah. The Sixers, the Sixers are the saddest. The Rockets are the maddest. Yeah. And then the Clippers are the non-existent. And the (laughs) the Nuggets are the gladdest. They are the gladdest. (laughs) Except for the, the Nuggets fans are historically like, yeah, we'll just kind of cheer for whoever's there most of the time. So, or I, I know, I do know one Nuggets fan, or else I would question if they even existed. Yeah, he came to the live pod of the press, yeah. right? Yep, my friend Derek, actual Nuggets. Dude, I've got fan. a friend. I've got a couple of friends that live up in Denver, and they are just fanatical about the Nuggets. Are so they? I know okay. it's not that real. Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, I'm gonna pull up these Twitter questions here. Uh, let's see. What are the best ways to stay informed on all things draft? This is from Kayla underscore Campbell. Kayla, here's what I want to tell you. If you haven't done it yet, for $7 a month, you can get on the Dream Team. This is a Patreon Dream Team. Not only do you get their content of their great podcast, but you also get Brad Dawson's writing. And then the thing that you're going to get is you're going to get the Thunder After Dark, which has over the last, well, now it feels like, what, seven, eight years, been covering every single draft pick uh, possible for the first round. So check that out right now. But anything I'd also say is Sam Vecini, I think, is is one of the best voices in regard to the draft, who's also an athletic writer. And so if you're not a member of Athletic, you can actually do that right now. Uh, what's the code? If you go to the athletic.com slash down to dunk, you can get it for $1 a month right now. $1 a month. You want Sam- draft coverage? Sam Vecini, $1 a month. I mean, for real... If you want the most comprehensive draft coverage, it's Sam Vecini. Be prepared to sit down for a little while because he writes, I mean, he writes like a book every time yeah. he does a mock yeah. draft. Low, long hand, yeah. Yes, but you will know who these guys are and what they can and can't do just from reading it. He's, he's very talented. He's very, very plugged in. And his uh, podcasts are really good, too. His podcast uh, is great. Yeah. Also, also recently joined The Athletic, so... It's yeah. uh it's 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 a win-win there for for Vicini. So yeah, I'd follow Sam. I think the Ringer draft guide is good as well. So I would take a look at that. And then um obviously anything that's on ESPN is also very good. So there's a lot. Yeah, I mean those guys are those guys are the best. You played Draft Express back in the day, right? Yeah, those are the Draft Express guys. We've got the L Man back. Let's see if we'll see if we can bring him back in with Without him bringing the aliens in, but yeah, that's, I think that's that's definitely definitely the way to go. Okay, what's uh, up, Cody? Next, hold on, hold on, L man. I don't know why this isn't working. Oh, here we go. All right, welcome back. Guess who's back? Back again. Did you get headphones? still in bed? Luke L-Man's is back. Back. Tell a friend. Oh it's man, L man, it'll be back in the end. Uh, Jay Smooth 37 says the loser man. The loser man. Hey, what's that person's name? Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth. You can go to hell. It's me. You can it's, it's go Jay. to hell. Uh, let's see. Okay. Ooh, I like that one. This one? Yeah. This is from at Mr. Balm Forth. As a Kiwi Thunder supporter, I have no tie to Oklahoma other than Steve-O and therefore know very little about the state. What would you say is the main thing I should know about Oklahoma and its people? The people are nice, mostly. <laughs> nice people. Nice people. Yeah. Uh, historically what people say. I'd uh, say not nice. I would not say nice. I'd say they're friendly. What's the difference? There's a difference. I'd say nice and friendly. I think a lot. Most people are nice that live in Oklahoma. I would say. I'd say most people are friendly. 
<laughs> you you do exist in a courtroom all the time. So I <laughs> here's I was genuinely having this conversation this morning with a friend of mine. Like, what would draw a company to move their company and people to Oklahoma? And then I had to think real hard. Um, cheap, 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 uh, cheap uh, price of living. Cost of living, cost of living cost is of, the lowest you? that you'll find in a city. That's, I mean, it the is. size. Which is kind of nice. That's for real. Like that's a significant thing. <laughs> um, so, it's that's windy. about it. It's windy. <laughs> Extreme weather. Yeah, the food is getting better year by year. The food is getting better here. I would say that. Yeah, the cities. You, you can tell both in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Um, there's been just kind of a renewal movement in the downtown areas that has brought in a lot of cuisine, a, a lot more. A lot more uh, hotels. We don't have really tourism, um, just because there's not. You don't travel to Oklahoma City to see anything. Yeah, you know, like we got a, we got a, we got a Whitewater. We so do, we do. Frontier City. It's actually we have a real dirty river anymore. that actually has become pretty cool down there. The, the, I would say this: that the parks in Oklahoma City are are good. Like they're very good downtown. Yeah, Scissortail's been great. The Mary Gardens is great. Yeah. yeah, there's some stuff to do. Yeah, it's a good spot. We're growing, man. Here in about 20 to 30 years, we'll be a we'll be a city that people are proud of. Yeah. We're getting, so you're not proud of the city now? We're getting there. We're getting, getting there. there. We're getting there. So you're Honestly, getting no, I love this city, man. I'm born and raised. Yeah. In 20 to 30 years, we will be the exact same city. Ooh, Cody Sunestee said the gathering place. That is actually the probably the best park in the entire it's a, country. It's amazing. I've never been. It's unbelievable. I have I as a single 34-year-old male, I have no reason to go. However, no, I know don't that go. it's nice. Don't it's like go. it is the Disney World of parks. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's the best park in the city. I've heard it's good. Country. All right. This question as is a, from at Driving the Paint. He wants to know how many starters next season are on the team now. J-Mon. So you've got, let's go through it. Gallo, no. Chris Paul, no. Shea Gilgis Alexander, yes. One. Dort, Dort. yes. Dort. Why do you, que- you question Dort? Three, three out of five. Yeah, I agree with that. Dort, Shea, Steve. And they probably just throw Bays in, yeah. Oh, who, are we trying to say, figure out who's going to be the starting five? I mean, just for fun. I mean, why yeah. not? We got that time. <clears throat> Steven Adams. Yeah. Darius Baisley. Uh-huh. Obi Toppin. Obi. I'm just kidding. Um, what would be incredible is that guy that I can don't want to say his name because I would butcher it, but the, it'd be awesome to have that guy that can shoot and is really long as your... Uh, Devin Vassell? There you go. Devin Vassell. Oh, boy. He would be your three. I would then you love have Dort and Shea. I'd love that. Start. They would They would be all right. No, they wouldn't, but that's okay because they're not supposed to be. They'd be all right with me. Yeah, exactly. I would feel great about it. <laughs> I, would, I would actually be very okay with that. It sounds awesome. Uh, Thunder underscore dad wants to know, I'm in love with Onyeka. Is this love justified or am I overhyping him? I think it's 100% justified. I would... If I have a pick in the top five, I would take him. I don't know if I'd take him number one, but I'm I wouldn't not take him at number two. I think that he's he could be special. Um I'm a huge fan as well. And I might be overhyping him too, Thunder Dad, but this is what we do. This is how we do it. Uh let's see. At Johnny Ho 34. Hell <laughs> man, you're just sitting there just feeding back like crazy. That's all I do, just, baby. Just making noises. This uh, is how I go, you know. That's how I do. If CP3 <laughs> joined Butler in Miami, would that team ever lose a close game? The Heat don't quit. I mean, goodness I, gracious. I've said this before, is the Heat, I am just thrilled watching them play. Yeah. The zone annoys me a little bit just because, you know, it, it slows works, the though. game it early, but... 10 and one they're 10 and one yeah but they just they just and i it's what jimmy butler said was so true to me where he says you know i told y'all do you remember that video that he said whenever i think it was when they beat the bucks but oh yeah i told you we got some ballers on this is he talking to anybody is he talking to anybody when he's doing that (laughs) it does not look like it but he's crazy i think jimmy butler is like maybe certifiably crazy but he uh i mean you have jay crowder they added iguodala 
and he he's kind of just such a eh piece. Mm-hmm. And part of that's because you're getting stuff out of Tyler Hero. I mean, Kelly Olenek is a basketball player. And so much of this, like the thing about the Heat that you have to like Spo and Pat Riley, like those two guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just unreal the work that they've done. It really is. Also, they're in Miami. Bien, Benito, Miami. Because, I mean, you look at their roster. Yeah, it's Bam, so much. Bam, they Bam's, Bam's great. The Duncan Robinson find, 100% credit to management. Great find. Kendrick Nunn, even, who isn't a player in the playoffs at all for them, but really helped them regular season. Great find. Tyler Hero, great find. Good job, everybody. None of this happens without Jimmy Butler. And you don't get sure. Jimmy Butler if you don't have a team in Miami. I don't care if Pat Riley and Merrick Spolstra were, I mean, if they're coaching in Kansas City, Kansas. You know what? I'm sorry you're not getting Jimmy Butler. And then what what do you have? You have a nice team with some nice guys, some nice players that probably go go out in round one or maybe don't even make the playoffs. Okay. Man, I will say this though. Goran Dragic, man, what in the renaissance has he done in this bubble? They stopped testing for PEDs. Goran Dragic goes through the roof. Uh, Unrelated, but maybe connected. Yeah. He's been great though. He that step back, like that accidental step back three that he had, was so sick. Olenek banked in a three tonight. Like if I was a Boston fan, I would be livid. Oh, they've got to be so mad. I'm actually producing a Boston show right after I finish here. They were up 17 in the first half. Kimba looked incredible. Mm. Got back in the lead at the end and then just fell apart. He's just such a culture. I don't say this in a nicer way. He is such a hmm. Who are you trying? Who are you describing? Jalen Brown. You can watch a whole game and not see him do anything. Yeah, he's quiet. He does quiet things things quietly. I was going to say forgetful. Jay, why are you such a hater about the? I do think getting Gordon Hayward may may be something. This I talked about this on the Daily Ding. Uh, which you can listen to on uh, the Athletic, but um, I think getting—I think you're right. I think getting Gordon Hayward back is kind of key because th- then you don't have to play Shimi Ojale. Then you don't have to play. Probably don't have to play Cantor any minutes at all. You don't. Yeah, even, I, you don't have to look down the bench and see Romeo Langford and say, "Hey, let's try that." You don't have to. I do turned anything. on the game for like a minute because I anyway I was outside and I brought stuff in to come and watch inside and so i was like mm-hmm. a five to eight minute break and i walked in and turned on the tv and it was canter and i was like what are what <laughs> can't play canter can't play him he's he's i don't know he, he really is mostly unplayable uh let's wrap here in a second at little kiwi wants to know best food truck in okc oh uh, i can rap well saucy sicilian's probably my favorite. Now, man and i'm here to say what's my favorite food truck in the usa what is it? There's also one called Taco Nation. Oh, I've heard, of, I've heard about this. And then Saucy Sicilian's the other one I said. Uh, oh, the yeah. Mob Pizza. The what's that called? The or Mob Burgers. Mob Grill. They came to mob. my neighborhood on Tuesday. Dude, very good. Ooh, have here's you guys one. Had, have you guys had the lobster main lobster truck? No, I don't I trust keep, lobster trucks in Oklahoma City. Boba's chicken, man. I forget that's a food truck. Here's the deal. There's, there's like a 45 minute line every time it goes somewhere. There's a food truck that is in at the Sprouts here in Edmond a lot, and it's called Bondi Bowls. Hmm. And they're these little uh, kind of like fruit puree with granola and fruit and Nutella, and they are incredible. Hmm. It's the best in the city. Hmm. Hey, dude. Andrew, take your family, Sprouts, on a Sunday, mm-hmm. all day. Go there, get you a Bondi bowl. Bondi. Bondi. It's actually from Australia. Oh, wow. Okay. That sounds like, yeah, that sounds like fun. So good. Come on, keep them coming, man. We here's can do a, some more. Here's an interesting one. At, at Mater's 918, with the amount of Westbrook criticism circulating, do you think we should evaluate the degree of blame, if any, Presti deserves for sticking with him and giving him the Supermax? No. Sam had literally no other choice. He just lost Kevin Durant. Uh, 
they needed something. And you don't have the last two years if you didn't do something with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is like, and it's hard to even go this down this direction. Like, could you have traded him earlier? But you were still in the process of trying to make to see if this Paul George era, because don't forget that the last year of the Paul George era was the year that they did the party with Nas and all those different things. Right. Or was he tier two years after that? <laughs> no, I think you're right. Oh, so it's like, I think it was just a year. They, you want to press the actually deserves the praise for pulling the trigger to get rid of him and getting the haul that they got when he did. Yeah. This past summer, like it was the perfect the, time. The Paul thing, George initiated that, but I'm yeah. still so mad. I didn't get to go to that party. If you did break needed, it, they needed the L man there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, uh, so I, I think the only thing that you could look back on is if like there were, if, if the Warriors were like willing to trade Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, like they were for Chris Paul, like stuff like that to me is where you're like, okay, like maybe that's like where you could have cut ties with Russ, but I don't, I mean, I don't think it's like, this, this is ago? like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, you know, or like you want, if we're going to split this or apart, something like that, you know, if, if you're going to split this apart, like it would have made no sense in hindsight. It may have made sense, but what you would have done is you would have in 2012 traded Russell Westbrook and kept James Harden. Yes, 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 yes. That's that's where you're going to. And because at that point, I mean, Russell Westbrook was probably the best player against the Heat and you would have gotten tremendous value for him. So and then you could have put a team together around James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Kevin Durant, and whatever you got for Russ. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that is such a like revisionist history version of, of what you would do because people would have killed Sam Presti if he traded Russell Westbrook that season. Yeah. Even worse than the Harden trade. Right. But also the re the, him getting the super max and uh, he was going to get it from who from whoever like he was going to get yep. a max contract from whoever right like somebody would have given it to him and so it's not i mean it's just it's just the way that that it goes at the end of the life of a superstar in the league that they get these giant deals and they're not good and they're not good for the franchise they're not good for anybody but the superstar who has earned it like russell earned every penny of yep. that contract it just doesn't it just is not helpful toward the end yeah. of the life of it. And so and what sucks about it is it's actually it, it was put together in order to actually help these smaller franchises. Yeah. But it ends up hamstringing a ton of them. Um, so here's the deal. Go through the supermaxes and here we're just getting started to see how many supermaxes are going to be bad contracts. Blake Griffin, Supermax, bad contract. Chris Paul, Supermax, mm-hmm. bad contract. Mm-hmm. Like what you're going to see is James Harden is going to sign some sort of gigantic contract. You know, like it's, this is what happens. It's just the way the years kind of line up where you have these 32 year old guys that you want for the next two years, but in order to keep them, you have to pay them $50 million over the course of five years. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, what like the Clippers, let's talk about the Clippers. Like Paul George is up for an extension this summer or this fall. Jay, you do it? You extending him? They're go- they have to. Is Paul George going to do it though? Oh yeah. Paul George is he's this he's he- he's probably so he's probably so sad right now. Yeah, I don't think he is, man. I, I really don't. You, the most oh, embarrassing whatever. thing about no, I I I just think they he the way they moved forward in it and out of it, it was just like they were somehow able to create some like weird distance from responsibility of what happened. You know, it's, it's um, only year it's one. All, it's all just stuff. He said, he, he said at the beginning, we're, we're put together to win a championship. And then he went right back against it, just like he did in Oklahoma city. I'm gonna tell you, this is he's sad he right now. Cause he's constantly dunked on, on Twitter. It's just year one, baby. No, nobody's worried. Whatever. Nobody's worried. Whatever. I don't know what the Clippers Whatever. are going to do because they're not going to re-sign Harrell. And I'm, and from what you said, Andrew, it doesn't sound like he wants to stay there anyway. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're going to have to do something. I think they'll keep Paul and Kawhi, but like, I don't think that you can run it back with Lou Williams. I don't think you can run it back with even Pat Bev. I think you got to go. 
you got to go figure something out. You got to get a real point guard in there, right? Because, I mean, that's, I think people forget Kyle Lowry was a huge part of the Raptors winning the title, right? Tony Parker was a huge part of the Spurs winning the title. It's not just Kawhi. Kawhi didn't put put the team on his back. He had, like, really good teams when he won the NBA title. This wasn't like a LeBron James situation, you know? This is a... Because he played with significant players that, for some reason, don't get any of the credit whatsoever. But he gets all of it. And then now, I don't know. I think he needs a guard, a point guard. Yeah. It's too bad that Chris Paul has a horrible relationship with the Clippers. Because he'd be pretty, pretty great with them. Yeah, but for what? I don't know. Just throw a bunch of contracts together dollars. and say we would like to. Hey, so help me out real quick, and and they have all their stuff. So I don't know. You just laugh at them, I guess. It'd be fun. So Kelly mentioned that you only have to match. Was it one hundred twenty percent? No, no. So can you explain that to me? So because here's what's going to happen is over the course of this next few months, there's going to be so many wild trades to try to get Chris Paul and assets. What do what does somebody have to do? Or what do we have to get back in return financially? It, it just and it depends on the situation. Like, but for the most part, you just have to get within like twenty percent of okay. the, of the salaries to get there. So, if you can get within twenty percent, you can typically make those trades. There's a lot of other loopholes and rules, and maybe we should have John Ham explain all of those because he knows them a lot better than I do. But yeah, because here's the deal: if you're going to throw a trade, Dennis, they better work and they better make sense. Yep. Right, like Chris Paul to the Warriors for Andrew Wiggins and the two pick is not something that's going to happen. No, I don't want it. I don't want Andrew Wiggins in Oklahoma City. He would help also us. Super, super max that he would help us is, lose. There's no doubt. Is that a super max? What he has? I don't think it's a no. It's a second year or a second, second. contract max. Andrew Wiggins ain't seen no super max. That's not gonna happen. My goodness. Uh, let's see. <laughs> they had to give a top two protected pick away to get him gone. <laughs> oh, Austin hey. underscore thirty five wants to know. This is a good one. Using the fast food scale, how much do you think the NBA actually cares about small markets and competitive balance? The highest being we hope every team can compete. The lowest being the Lakers versus Celtics versus Knicks finals from now until the end of time, please. I don't, I don't think that the Knicks is actually a good scale. Put the slot in there. So, well, I mean, the thing is, like, the Knicks have a huge fan base. It's it's yeah. he, it's gigantic, and if they were ever ever good. And if they could ever throw ball, baby. if they could ever throw it together, I think they it would be tremendous for the ratings for everything. It would be tremendous. So I would say that it definitely matters. I think this is kind of a maybe McDonald's or a Del Taco type of situation. It's not Chick Fil A. It's not a they don't care about competitive balance at all. But what they care more about, I think they do com- care about competitive balance. But they care more about money and TV ratings and things of that nature over competitive balance. Because yeah, but the perfect combination of stuff like ha- is what's happening right now, right? So you still have the Lakers, yep. awesome. Miami, fantastic. You've got Boston, wonderful. But you also have Denver, who's a team that hadn't been there before. They're in a market that's different. Like, they, it plays out. And a lot of times it does, like... San Francisco is a gigantic market, obviously, with San Francisco, Oakland, and Golden State. But Golden State has historically not been a team that's been to that level. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio, like for the bulk of the last 20 years, like it's had enough mix. Uh, I mean, don't forget the Pacers were in an NBA Finals against the Lakers. You had, yeah, it's you not, know, it's not, the Sixers. I mean, it's net. not rigged or anything like that. I mean, it's not, the system isn't rigged, but. It, it it leans toward large markets just for sure because just because well and you just, just you can't compete you you just can't compete with somebody who wants to go to L A and a lot of these guys are from L A um, yeah or the California area and so it's pretty natural like Paul George and Kawhi are both from the area too you know mm-hmm. so it's not just the fact that 
the city is cool. Like it just has um, part of it. New levels of bad. Clamp yeah. Godre just said they're allowing LaBum to take HGH. So it is rigged. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, so. What is it? Can I take HGH for the podcast just to, to yeah. bulk up and just so I can report on how what it does? Sure. Why don't you yeah. just, I'm, I'm loved, why don't you just buy a laptop and a microphone instead? <laughs> I got to have that, that sweet HGH in order to make that deal. Even if you had an iPad with like headphones like that come with it, it would be better than what's happening right now. You are welcome to buy me an iPad. Or, or just headphones for a phone. That's all. Huh? Headphones. I can't hear you. I sound stupid. Yup. Yup. Um, okay. Thanks so much for listening to our show. We <laughs> very much appreciate all of you guys. You guys are the best. Thanks for following along on Periscope, on Twitter. We, uh, If you have enjoyed watching us live, uh, give us some feedback. We would appreciate that. I have one final well. question. Okay. What was your favorite memory of the 800s episodes? Of all our 800 episodes, these are the you know these are the 800s. This is 899, 800 to 899. What's your favorite? Oh man, I mean, I think our first live pod was super fun, and it was kind of a weird moment for us because we were still no 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 no. He's talking about the last 99 podcasts. Oh, the last the last hundred episodes. Oh, the last the 800. Oh, in the 800s. Oh, never mind. I don't know when does that take us to. I mean, we joined the athletic within that, so like that's that's yeah, a, that's probably that's the a, best one. That's a big deal for I mean, for us and our for show. you specifically too. For me, that's specifically. kind of helpful. It's kind of my, um, my entire life right now. Uh, here, let me just so let me just say this. This is for me. Like, this was a really fun season. Um, yeah. Following up two seasons that ended in such frustration, and then also like every week asking those questions like this isn't fun we're not having fun it feels like it's a grind all the freaking time I know. Uh, so jay you sure sound pro pandemic right now what so no. sound pro pandemic you love the season because of all the pandemic hey, i will say this michael clampett said this and uh, and i would agree with this is is we should do a gigantic like zoom draft party, especially if we move up in the draft or get a better pick. That'd be good. We're going to figure something out. I promise you. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do something. A lot happened in these 100 episodes. So like we did like have basically the tearing apart of the, of the thunder with Russell Westbrook. We have Paul George trade. We had the pandemic hit. We had all, I mean, so much happened. So many clutch Chris Paul games. We went from hating Chris Paul, like absolutely despising him to like loving him. I mean, range of emotions, range of things happened in these 100 episodes. Probably maybe the most stuff, right? That's happened in the history of Down and Dunk happened in these like 100 episodes, which is pretty wild. For sure. Considering, I mean, there's, and that's, that's the great thing. And that's why it's not that difficult to have a good Thunder podcast is because they're, Stuff happens all the time, you know. Can you imagine like having a Orlando Magic podcast? We're like, yeah, I still think Aaron Gordon is just okay, and uh, Mo Bamba maybe not going to develop into what we want. I mean, I don't know. It's it would it's tough, but the Thunder are always interesting, and that's that's definitely been something that's been helpful to us because there's always always something to talk about with the Thunder. Okay, we're looking forward to 899 more. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I look forward to 899 more. Maybe on episode 1700, you'll finally have something that is not your cell phone and an alien living in your house. Yeah. Find some headphones. By that time, I'll be podcasting live from the moon. Yep. Thanks for listening to our show. Make sure you leave us a, a five-star review. We'll read them next Friday. So if you've got any good ones, leave us a good message. We'll read it on Friday. Thanks so much. Go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk and subscribe for $1 a month. So cheap, basically free. Go do that. 
Make sure you use the the link, theathletic.com slash down to dunk. Have a great Friday, great weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday for episode 900.